0: French Patterson's task was simple. Find out why people were disappearing on the Lucky River. So far, he'd narrowed his suspect list down to two groups. The Crew and the Yellow Men, a crooked gang of thieves and swindlers led by one Eddie Tarkane, a.k.a. King Flip. The captain, Loudon Van Simple, Rowdy, to his familiars, was dirty, but French hadn't yet figured out how. He needed an edge, some way to get close to the cabal without putting his own neck in the noose. The newcomers gave him a way in, and he was going to take it. So you're in a a rowboat. Uh, Who's at the head of the rowboat? You know, look out overall general Alexa Alexa all right who are the strong row people oh that's me for sure
1: (laughs) I'm a robot I'm literally a
0: machine when it comes to rowing
2: (laughs) (laughs) well I'm not that strong but I'll, I'll give it a crack
0: okay and Pollyanna you're in the back of the boat I don't know what gets done there I am Stuff encouraging them.
3: I am encouraging the rowers. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. Hey, supervisor. <laughs> okay. So they send you up the can lucky river and you're going up this wide, lazy river and, uh, the, the hills on all sides just stretch up and are all covered with beautiful grasses and flowers and trees blooming. There's, there's, uh, what do you call them? Butterflies and dragonflies and all sorts of other creatures. It's gorgeous. And then up ahead, you see the sky is sort of looks strange. It's, it's, it doesn't look right.
4: I'm gonna go ahead and send Chadwell, um, like three, four hundred yards up ahead, so that he can scan the area before we get there.
0: Okay, so for the listeners and for the others, an, a floating eyeball
3: <laughs>
0: goes hauling ass over the river.
4: It's only about the size of a football. <laughs>
0: It's just flying up over the river. So Alexa, yeah. you um you see that up ahead the the area around the river completely does just change. There's this weird flickering thing. Your dossier, like your your documents, whatever, told you that this is called a thinny and this is where the space between worlds is thin and scary things happen around them. Uh, sometimes there's monsters.
4: Oh, are we supposed to go through here or are we supposed to expect something to come out? We don't want to go near a any.
0: The problem is you're supposed to keep going up river and it seems to be coming towards you. This doesn't bode well. Um, How high is it? It is, man, uh, how high is the phenomenon? I guess like 150 feet, sort of in all directions.
4: Well, then um, we will take the rowboat uh, and telecomically lift it up in the air and fly me and it and everyone in it. Uh, up over the barricade
0: Steve I don't think Alexa can be quite that strong in this one
4: That's <laughs> <As> a four <laughs> in
0: telekinesis It's like you and all your gear like that's a lot oh man and a heavy um. robot <laughs> Oh shit! I forgot about the a robot. Is I'll make you flip for it, and if you got a <laughs> Joker, it could end badly. Yeah. Okay. As you're you're looking up over this and you're contemplating your fate, um, Crandall, hmm. Alexa is telling you, "Oh, I'm gonna have to pick up the boat and fly you up over this dangerous uh, water hmm. feature." You give me a flip. This is um, going to be computers and um, what's the relevant stat? Intelligence. What are these? What are these? I gotta pull up a character sheet.
1: I have both of those. <laughs> and I get an extra one because I'm not injured. Is that correct?
0: Right, right. And it's the first one of the night, so I'm gonna to give you an extra one. Just so an fun. extra, extra one. All
1: right. So yeah. that's nine total.
0: Nine total.
1: Oh dear. Uh, I have four successes and a Joker.
0: <clears throat> okay, so here's the thing. You're like, uh, you realize that Alexa has made the classic blunder which is, <laughs> it makes sense. She's new to Midworld, but there are thinnies and then there are thinnies. And sometimes a thinny takes up shop around a, a rift between worlds but it can't cover it entirely or it could destroy it and so there could be a space below it where one could get through without being hurt Uh, like underneath under the water yeah yeah, probably Uh. at at some depth you're not sure exactly
3: are we moving towards it or is it moving towards us
0: Alexa, that you can answer that. It's both.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, for me, I think that what Crandall would do for the safety of everyone involved would be to take those paddles and row toward shore and pick up the boat and start hauling ass. We do not want to get caught in this thing.
0: Oh, and try to go around it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah, give me a brawn Athletics everybody, unless Alexa, you could use telekinesis and presence.
1: Well, I got one success and a joker.
0: Oh, and also Hank and Pollyanna, if you want to take a crack now, it's close enough for visual inspection.
4: You'll have to flip for me, Jeff. Uh, That is eight or nine actually because of uh, I'm uninjured. It's so what? What's?
2: Are we all flipping for the?
0: Yeah, give me an athletics and brawn. Okay. Flip or uh, Alexa can do it with telekinesis. Oh, this is
3: gonna go well.
0: Yeah,
1: it's it's not. It didn't go well for me to start. I got I got one.
3: I got a success. I got a queen. That's a success, right?
0: A queen, you got one, yeah. Is it the queen of
3: hearts? Uh, no, no. It's a queen of um, spades. <sighs> I only flipped one card because I only have one brawn and no athletics. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great. So, um, I got one. Hey, I only have one brawn. Hank, how do you do? I got one success. Okay, so. Of the two of you, you got two successes. Crandall, how do you do?
1: I got one success and one joker.
0: (laughs) Okay, so guys. uh, I do. I was going to do this like everybody just has to get two successes. But then something fun happened, which is that between three of you, you had three successes. (laughs) And adding Alexa, you had six successes and three jokers oh, yeah, all together so I'm going to call this a very very good bad <laughs> okay which is um, your Crandall hops out and is hauling the boat out of the water and Alexa is just totally doing it perfectly everything's going great And as Hank and Pollyanna get out to either side to get out of the boat onto the water, Alexa, a butterfly hits her in the face and she loses basically one right telekinetic arm before losing the left. And the whole thing spins and, um, dumps Pollyanna and Hank right into the shallow water and the reeds mm. and um, all the gear just goes <sighs> in like a 30 foot long line across the shore just all your gear anything that was breakable might be broken you know it's just a total disaster
2: oh god um just got this suit
3: man <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's okay. At least it's cleaner now.
4: As the butterfly is peacefully uh, uh, fluttering away, just kind of like raise her hand, uh, you know, like from a fist to open and the butterfly flies apart.
2: Well, I don't see why that was necessary. You're the one who broke concentration there.
4: Because the butterfly landed on my nose.
2: Right, so we're
3: in a war zone i i I have some serious is there a way we can help you be more focused? Because if a butterfly is well, and I'm like wringing out my like hat and like shaking <laughs> my like, if a butterfly is going to do this, perhaps we can find some ways to uh help you focus a bit more.
0: Well, uh, Hank, Pollyanna, if you give me intelligence and invest and, excuse me, investigation and intelligence flips for me. Mm. Mm.
2: Let's see. Few successes.
3: Uh, do you draw just that number? Or is there like an additional that you draw for being healthy?
0: Yeah, the uh, extra
3: one. All right, that's three successes.
0: Hell yeah. So you guys both notice, in fact, while you're picking stuff up and trying to re. tie your backpack straps and whatnot and get things off, off of the mud, um, that the thinny, it's not moving so quickly that you're going to have to run, but because you keep checking... You start to notice that there is a sort of odd space about, I don't know, six feet above the surface of the water from shore to shore that definitely looks weird, but it's not like a constantly shifting quantum soup of bizarreness. It's more like the shore looks different through it, through that space like the the land is denuded there's there's no reeds or grass there's like places have been burned the the river is is like the walls are further into the river from erosion the sky looks subtly different
2: right so uh for those of us for our benefit what what what's what's going on with those, with that, this uh, liminal stuff going on, like uh, the worlds between worlds, is that
4: what's happening? Yes, it is a transdimensional barrier or a weakening in the space-time continuum.
1: All right, yeah, you don't want to get close to it. Um, it may bring you somewhere else, but it may bring you nowhere, and you don't want to be nowhere.
2: Oh, I, I. It's, it's my habit to be somewhere all the time. Yes, it's much preferred.
3: Two means you don't move, or something more dire.
4: Pollyanna would be aware of of these breaks in reality through pains, uh, memories. Oh, yes. Which I've asked you a few times, and I believe that especially someone of a normal human lifespan of 100 plus years would find some kind of grounding in a lifespan of four centuries.
0: So to remind the listener and myself, uh, Pollyanna has access to a lot of information. It's probably fairly daunting, so I don't know how much she tries to ignore it. Yeah. Let's find out. Pollyanna, Or what do you think?
3: Uh, I am trying to tap into it, but it's like drinking from a fire hose. Um, so <laughs> I'm, uh. I am asking a lot of questions to try and help make sense of the massive download Alexa shoved into my brain.
4: And what's and even funnier that we're probably doing this in drow.
0: Language of the drow? Yeah.
3: Yeah, Pollyanna didn't say, like, oh, I'm trying to download this and, like, drinking through the fire hose. I'm just like, that is where she is right now, and that's why she's asking a lot of questions.
0: Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Also, it can let you save face by pretending not to have this crazy thing happening.
3: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's been a weird day.
0: Alexa's the Tuvok to your Kess. If anyone's <laughs> seen Voyager. Oh. Yeah. So uh, uh, let's see here. Um, so April, I will tell you that that uh the the Thinny is this the creature type monster entity or whatever that hangs out around places of power and you think this this rift between this world and the next is what it's feeding on but you don't think it the doorway itself is dangerous you think that's where you're supposed to go
3: gotcha all right i think we can keep going down the the river
0: Oh, and then a swarm of butterflies goes right into the thinny and is just, I mean, it'll haunt your nightmares, like like your nightscapes for the rest of your life, what happens to these butterflies. What Alexa did was weird and creepy, but this is like aggressive and unpleasant, like tentacles come out of nowhere and just like fill them with gore until they explode and then suck in the gore like it's... Stephen King would describe it in a much more hideous way than I will. Scare <laughs> you? The just know it's gross.
4: <laughs>
1: now you see why I said to stay away.
0: But it looks like you could swim under it, or just hunker down in the boat and coast under it, um, and the area around if you tried to go around the thinny like Alexa was talking about you'd just stay here in this part of midworld Mm. which is fine but it's not where the thing you're looking for is
4: oh time to play limbo
0: what do you guys decide to do well if there's no going over it and there's no going around it
2: I guess under it's the best choice we got seems so is seeing as how my suit's already ruined i don't mind swimming
0: <laughs> on a production note i hate this because it, <laughs> it feels like railroading but anyway carry on sometimes i have to do it i recommend
1: getting yourself waterproofed it works out quite well
2: i'm sure it would mr robot
0: is there any uh
2: there any functionality that you got some kind of device like a uh, uh, Dryer, like a can I like open up your chest and stick my suit in there and then it comes out all clean? Um, that I'm not really.
1: Uh, I mean, you could put it in there, it might be cleaner when it comes out.
4: Oh, it is like if you take them off, I could wring them out.
2: No, nope, no, nope, I don't want your spooky ghost hands anywhere near my suit. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the offer, but uh, no. Thank you. I'll trust the robot because oh, I can see you, him. I do
1: have some functionality to expel water that's within me, but it's more of a... I don't know how it would work if there was something else inside as well. It oh, may oh destroy your clothes, but we can give it a shot.
0: Yes, please. Just Yes, out of character. Yes, please. I want this to happen. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So you open up your chest, and your your stuffed uh, whale is in there, along oh, with yeah. some other curios.
1: I'll pull him out for now.
0: And everything in there is dry, so... All right, then.
2: I strip down to my skivvies, and kind of, like, stuff the suit in there to... Yeah, you know, I kind of have to, to cram it in a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. Shove his chest closed with my foot. All right, and then and then my
1: my eyes start flashing, and then there's just like a you just hear like a, a fan whirring, and then it's just going like and then ding. <laughs> yes. I don't know what happens after that,
0: Seth. You open up Crandall's chest cavity. And in there, it's like you just went to the laundry and got your suit pressed and everything. It's almost like elves went in there and like ironed it. It's perfect.
2: Oh, hey.
0: It's perfectly dry.
2: That's not half bad. I think I'll keep you around. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Put my suit on. It's nice. Ah. Oh. you know what I just realized? We should have done this after you we went swimming. <laughs> no, I, we, I should have done this after we went swimming.
1: Yeah. No, there's always well, you could always
3: later.
2: take it off again. I suppose so. You wouldn't mind doing this whole rigamote roll again there, Crandall?
1: It only takes a minute. Huh. And it works much better than I expected.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys put your stuff back in the boat...
3: Can you store your suit inside of Crandall? Oh, that's an even better
2: idea. See this? this (laughs) What? Yeah. Thank you, Pollyanna. That's the obvious answer that I should have been looking for all along. Work smarter, not harder. All that. Oh, my God.
3: You're very welcome.
1: I feel very bad because I don't remember what the name of my stuffed whale is, and he was my only companion while I was stuck in that room. (laughs) For a very long time.
0: I've got it around here somewhere. I drew a picture of him. Herbert. Herbert. Okay. Yeah. He's a blue whale with a blowhole.
1: So so Herbert generally lives inside of my chest cavity, but um, I can store whatever is needed as long as you're willing to take care of him for a while.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I can look after stuffed whale.
0: Okay, so we cut to you all pushing the boat with your gear in it. You're all around it, swimming, walking it under the thinny, and um, somebody has tied a like string around Herbert's neck and is dangling behind the boat, <laughs> like a dinghy behind a bigger boat. His home is in the water. Does anyone stay in the boat instead of swim? No. No. No No need to. Okay.
1: Most of us are waterproof.
0: I won't make you guys roll for swimming.
4: I'll just uh, fly above the water.
0: Oh, like flat, like your face to the waves, like just... Like you're planking. Yeah. Hell yeah. Alexa's so... Like strange, I bet she like looks at the thinny as it devours bugs, yeah, as you go under it
3: <laughs> I want to see if I can also hover with what I understand of Alexa's memories.
0: You know what? I need you to give me a presence and telekinesis flip, <laughs>
3: uh, uh, uh. okay. <laughs> Nope. All neutral. 100%. Do you (laughs) want to use drive
0: or hero point?
3: Nope. 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 (laughs) I do not. I just like folks screw up my face really hard and I'm like, and I try and like raise myself out of the water, but it just looks like I have a headache.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately now you have all these memories of Alexa swimming, which is like (laughs) making you, um, I would imagine would make you feel kind of, like, annoyed. That's not really what you were looking for.
4: hmm I don't know. Well, she it's spent swinging. the first 200 years without psionic powers. Oh, what? This is news to me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she That's spent great. the first 200 years without psionic powers. She was just regular drow. It wasn't until she came to the uh, Palladium universe that... Uh, She was imbued with sonic ability.
0: Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, you have a lot of swimming Alexa memories.
3: (laughs) I suddenly realize this and just get way better at swimming. I'm like going to the water. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
0: you know what? This is great. So from now on, canonically, anytime you need to make a swimming check instead of athletics... I'll let you use, uh, or no, instead of brawn athletics, I'll let you use presence athletics. Okay. Alexa's <laughs> swimming abilities.
1: So since we're getting close to this, um, I sense that most of the, uh, the fleshy members of our party might have some ill effects of the, the sound of the thinny. Uh, I would recommend that uh, you plug your ears with whatever you have available so as not to
2: incur permanent damage. Uh, hey, Pollyanna, do you have any cotton?
3: Uh, I think I have some bandages.
2: Yeah, just something we can stuff in our ears.
3: I'm going to go into my first aid kit. And pull out uh, some, like, cotton balls that I would have used to, like, probably assist in giving, like, injections. So, you know, if I need to give somebody first aid, it's going to be no cotton ball. I don't know what it does. Um, But I'm going to pull those out and hand it around. And I'm just going to take my hat and, like, pull it over my ears.
0: Ah. Oh, that's great. Your hat does have magical protective powers. Can it help your ears? Let's find <laughs> out.
3: I mean, it's just, like, around them.
0: Crandall, <laughs> do you have anything old from Midworld in your little curio cabinet?
1: Well, Herbert came from elsewhere. Um, I do have a, a mallet that was from Midworld. Just, a, like, a, a, wooden, a wooden mallet that I used for... Uh, Just banging out dents
0: when they happen. Mm, mm, Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, uh, cotton will do all right. Alexa, are you going to put in cotton balls? Yeah. All right. So everybody give me a, what should I call this? Um, it's just a double presence flip. It's like a fear check be nine for me Jeff yes uh. oh and add one if you have cotton balls but what if
1: you're a robot and don't have ears
0: you don't have to worry about it at all
1: I would disable my sensors nearby it because
0: reasons
2: yeah
3: I got three successes, including a Queen of Hearts.
0: Oh, hey, hey, hey,
1: riding high.
0: <laughs> Wait, what, what is your charm stat, uh, there, Pollyanna?
3: Oh, oh, I got. I thought we were doing presents. Um,
0: oh, no, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I, I confused myself. But it's deeply.
3: three presents <laughs> and four charm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So you got three. So you got three. Hank, you got how many? One success. One success, and Alexa got two. So, Alexa, surprisingly, as you're, you're as usual, you you and Shadwell are like tip of the spear, and uh, a few feet ahead of the boat, and um, this thing is very disturbing. Like you've been around all sorts of monsters, psychic and otherwise. And this one is near the tippy top. Like, you think if it got any of you, the death would be particularly endlessly excruciating. Like, time might stop. It's that bad.
4: Like, Sounds like the perfect vacation spot.
0: Longer than you know. <laughs> Shauna DeLane. Uh, at some point would have told you about the one she saw that devoured horses and a, and a lady, this lady like was convinced that she had time to get out of the carriage. So she was fucking around. Uh, it messes with your mind. And so you're the first person to notice that uh, naked eyed Joe over here. Uh, Hank is, um, is starting to let go of the boat where he is and sort of paddle towards the shore or no, actually he he has to get up. He's, he's starting to climb up into the boat.
4: Hey, um, uh, let's use telekinesis and just like stay, stay, stay. Stay.
0: (laughs) Okay, I won't make you do a contested thing. Basically, uh, Hank, uh, an invisible force is keeping you from getting up onto the boat. And now you're like, why am I even getting up onto the boat? I'll let you do another flip. Okay. Just another double presence, but I'll give you a plus one. So so you have plus three altogether to whatever.
2: All right. That's three successes.
0: Perfect. Yeah, you're like, oh, he feels so stupid. Really embarrassed.
2: Yep, yeah, just going to uh, kind of glower. Put, put half my face under water, blow bubbles with my nose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this thing is trying to make you think it's a good idea to touch it. And so you're really glad that presumably Alexa prevented you from doing so, um, Crandall. You were on the other side of the boat. I'm not sure how you would have handled it if Alexa hadn't. Um, Pollyanna, you're right next to, right next to homeboy here.
3: I'm gonna just reach out to Hank. And sort of grab his... I'm going to, like, grab his arm and then remember that he's not wearing clothes and, like, move my hand (laughs) up to his shoulder. And then I'm going to be like, you're good. We've got this. It's okay. Isn't it good you have us here? Oh, yeah.
2: Fucking charmed. Thank you.
0: So, it takes... um, well, the three of you Crandall you're fine right away, but it takes the three of you like a good two hundred yards away from the thing before you really start to relax and settle down, and you realize that yeah, you're definitely in a different world the The river, like I said, has eroded there's no trees at the tops the 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 grasses are all spotty, there's been burning at places, the air smells kind of sooty. And gross. And y'all can get back in your boat now, I guess. So you're you're probably back in your boat. Do you wanna get out of the river or stay in the river?
2: Well, how far do we have till we get to the, the river boat?
0: You see the river bending, you see something coming around the way.
2: Cool. Well,
1: I don't mind pushing the boat while in the water. Like, either way is fine with me.
2: Well, I don't got no pants on, so um, I would like to uh, get dressed, preferably on dry land. So let's uh, head over to the riverside there and uh, get ourselves presentable before we meet up with this uh, paddle boat.
4: Oh yeah, I have Shit.
2: to. I
1: have to put on my costume as well. Oh, or did that get destroyed in the? Uh, or was it destroyed or just strewn about? We gathered everything up, correct?
0: Right. I was going to ask you: Would anything have been destroyed in the the tumble, or is everything fine? All your stuff, costumes, whatever.
1: I I don't know for sure. I don't think like it might've gotten dirty, but if I'm able to uh, clean it, then that shouldn't be an issue.
0: Oh yeah. So you're over here on the side washing your, your costume in the river. It's like totally, you're just an old timey family on a, on a row down the river and you hear a rooster crow you see what might be a falcon or a hawk go soaring overhead. There's so many more bugs. You're getting just eaten alive. Um, this place is, like, intensely full of life. Uh, Pollyanna, Hank, this feels like Earth.
2: All right. Well, good to be in some familiar environs.
3: This is very familiar, although... It's very, uh, it's good to see that life is continuing in so many ways, and I'm like swatting with my hat. I'm trying to like get rid of the bugs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Same bugs you're used to, I, I suspect.
3: Yes, although I don't spend, I haven't spent much time on a riverboat before.
0: It's very hot and humid. Um, You don't know what part of the world you're in. But hmm would Pollyanna ever have had cause to go to Ohio or Kentucky?
3: Probably state fair.
0: I mean cuz you're cuz you're from New England, right? So I don't know.
3: Oh, well then no.
0: And you haven't been in the military long.
3: Nope.
0: Or was she from Kansas?
3: I don't fucking remember. I'm looking it up. (laughs) Switching
0: up my orphans.
3: Um, Harrington. Where the fuck is Harrington? I think it's
0: Massachusetts, but I don't know why I think that. Uh. Anywho, you're not sure what part of the country this is.
3: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Crandall, describe your costume.
1: Uh, I think we were going with the uh, like the big. The big hat, like a sombrero, and like a uh what do they call it, a poncho, just to kinda of cover all as much of me as possible.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do you have a code name going? Or is it just Crandall? Yeah, Crandall's fine. Cover story for why this guy's dressed funny?
1: I'm from somewhere else. <laughs>
0: So as you're putting your costume on completely and you guys, your gear is, is set to get back into the boat, um, this paddle boat just stretches on by. So you get the, the length of the whole beautiful thing front to back. Um, the theme song kicks up. It says USS Daniel Boone along the side. It's, it's a beautiful machine. And there's there's people up on decks like patting their foreheads with handkerchiefs. Everybody's got a hat. Pollyanna, you immediately assigned this as a uh, reconstruction era.
3: Mm.
0: Probably the South. It's definitely a steamboat. Yeah. Beautiful. And, uh, and if Hank or... Crandall would like to know exact numbers or whatever like they could use their computers but
2: oh yeah I forgot I add that yeah so I'm, I'm gonna ask my pet what era is this ship from
0: the USS Daniel Boone uh, commissioned in 1870 it sailed the Kentucky River and parts of the Ohio River
1: well, all right well, that gives us some clue.
4: Hey.
1: How how old does the boat look? Does it look uh, like shiny or is it like rickety? Like,
0: uh, does it look old? Well, steamboats <laughs> <laughs> Steamboats pretty much looked like shit on day two just because of all the smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were constantly painting them and, and making them look new. Like it's it, it maybe a year or two old. Not too old. Okay. Um, the fact that it hasn't blown up yet, it's pretty remarkable. <laughs> well.
4: That makes me feel so much more confident about writing in it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this one, uh, it doesn't look overloaded, which is a real problem on a steamboat. This one looks pretty lightly attended. Pretty and um, let's see. Who would be the funniest for this to happen to? <laughs> um, Hank. <laughs> yeah I'm going to say you're getting your stuff into the gear, and then you look over and you notice uh, a branch a few feet away uh you see a uh a frog like dangling off the end of one of the branches pretty pretty near you could you couldn't quite reach out and touch it, but it's cute you know it's a gorgeous earth animal, and then you hear a pow and it like goes f- sailing off the branch and uh or no it like screws up the branch and the branch like breaks in half and the 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 frog like is all freaked out but it can't like go fast enough uh it's kind of looks dazed or stunned and um and then there's another and it, it like explodes <laughs> and you look over and you see um there's a guy with a a flat top gray hat and a and a pistol and he's or a rifle, rather, and he and he done shot that frog, and there's somebody by him, like going, "All right," and Jesus. that's on the back of the riverboat as it as it goes away.
2: Hey, you want to watch where you're shooting there, big guy? <laughs> this oh, could there, are people over here, barrel discipline, God, really, you know. Of all the outfits that I could have been shot in, my skivvies is not the one I wanted it to happen in. (laughs) All right? So how about... Hey, come back here. Hey, he's gone.
0: Never mind. It's kind of going around a big clump of reeds. Do you guys want to follow it? Yeah, I want to follow it. I want to kick this guy's ass.
1: This is is where we're supposed to meet, right? Or this is where we're supposed to be going? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So so we need to find a way to get on there. I'll tell you what we're going to, I'm going to I don't, I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to get on there so I can punch that guy in the stomach.
0: (laughs) So you guys row out into its wake and you realize that it's slowing down. Um, it looks like it's, it, there seems to be some loose scrub and stuff floating in the water further down the river. And so maybe they're slowing down to check it out, make sure it's safe. Um, and then it starts leaning over to the far side of the of the river. And you see there's a dock with a couple of old timers mm-hmm. out fishing at the end of the dock. And the boat is maybe, I don't know, 100 feet further down, sort of just kind of parked in the middle of the river. And one of the fishermen goes, um, looks like the boon is laying over for a bit. I wager old Rowdy might like some of these here fresh bluegills. Hey there, boatsman. Care to earn yourself a quick two bits?
2: You talking to us? Uh, yeah. All right. Sure am. Let's see. Uh, oh, right. I gotta hang on. I'm gonna change my accent here a little bit. <sighs> I, well, I don't want them thinking that I'm some kind of fucking Yankee, you know? They, this, this, this is post-war South. There's uh, some resentment going on there, you know? So, doot do, do, do. Why, yes, sir, I would indeed. How would you propose that we uh, make these couple bits?
0: Oh, uh, oh! for the listener and for y'all, by the way, this, this particular America you're in right now, not quite as racist, so we don't have to worry about uh, Alexa having to watch her P's and Q's. Well,
3: that's good. Mm. That's good.
0: Or any of the other bullshit. How do they feel about robots? <laughs> uh, That could be tricky. Okay, then. It's a mask. So anyway, uh, yeah, you come over there, you meet them, you tie up the boat, and uh, these two balding gents are Pete Walleye Eubank and Todd Snatcher Scanlon.
2: Uh, Are these gentlemen of Repute in the area?
0: Oh, well, you wouldn't know, would you? I suppose not, No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they just they're they're fascinated uh with you as a concept the four of you but they're not asking any questions they're just doing a business transaction and he says look here we caught these six bluegills and love to have you take them on out there to 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 the boon of course for sure captain semple van semple treats you right
2: captain van semple
0: yeah
1: I heard there were some bits involved in this transaction.
0: Ah, oh, sure. And he goes fishing around for some change, and he's like, "Snatcher, you got, Snatcher, you got that quarter. I, I seem to misplace. Wow, oh, dang!" And he has to like pull out his fanny pack or whatever from the day <laughs> and fiddle about. Um, <laughs> and he's like, "And he's like, yeah, got it right here. Uh, just take them fish on over to the boat, and it's yours." That sounds great. We could
1: use some, uh, some coin to spend on the boat.
0: All right. Now, the captain might give you something to bring it back to us. Do you mind finishing off the transaction?
1: Well, if that's what's required, of course.
0: All right. Well, hot dog. We got two, uh, two good things happen in one day.
3: Hey there, walleye. Yeehaw. <laughs> That's so great to hear. I'd love to hear about your other good fortune.
0: Oh, it's that we done caught these bluegill.
3: That is good fortune indeed. I hope you all have a wonderful day.
0: All right. Um. Once you guys get started ready to go towards the boat, you start to feel some things, like some some heavy-duty... There's something going on, and you're pretty sure that means that the piece of the beam might be on the boat. Hmm. Alexa, you felt it before when you when you came to that um, apartment building where uh, Mrs. Keneally lived and you got the piece of the beam from her.
4: Yeah. Um, immediately, as soon as I sent it, I would tell the others of it.
2: Okay, so what... What is this beam that we're supposed to be looking for?
4: Well, it's... Um, it's been months ago, and, and possibly a year ago, and I don't remember exactly the way things were, because I had the mind of a steel colander.
1: <laughs> I can explain about the beams if, if you'd like.
4: Oh, okay, good.
1: So the beams are, uh, are what hold the world together, um, emanating out from the Dark Tower, and uh, apparently there's a piece of one of them here. Um, to repair the beams, we need to have the pieces, and this is where we start.
4: Oh. Oh. We had gotten one earlier from another adventure month or a year ago, um, and this is now our second piece. Yes, time is strange these days. Time is strange. Probably stored the other one at the headquarters for safekeeping.
1: So I'm I'm not familiar with the pieces of the beam. Is there something specific we should be looking for, or perhaps we just?
4: The problem is that they're disguised in plain sight. They're an innocuous item that is disguised.
1: Hmm. And, and you're able to sense it? Yes well then that's what we can can bank on
4: And I, I, I look at uh, I can't remember his name the the detective Hank 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 I, I look at Hank and go yes me and my mind fingers <laughs> are capable of sensing the the, the beam. All right. Well,
2: that's that's great. Well, you're an invaluable asset in many ways. Just uh, you know, you should be polite.
4: The eye descends down to about fifteen feet, uh, uh, and, and goes. He, uh, Chadwell can sense uh, the beams too.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, what with him being an eye and all that. Uh, just makes good sense. Sensing is kind of the whole thing that he does. Aside from fly, of
0: course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. That's. <laughs> so you got the fish and you row out to the boat, correct?
1: That's the plan. Yes.
0: Okay. You see um, a couple of crewmen realize what you're doing, and they wave down to you, and they kind of direct you up along the length of the boat. Uh, so this way, we get another like uh, look around the boat, uh, you know, for the TV, for the for the what do you call it, the opener. Like we're still in the credits, I think, at this point. <laughs>
1: this is the new episode, next episode. Yeah, is in the credits.
0: <laughs> and so they wave you up, and they they hook up the boat, and they uh they lower down a little uh, uh ladder up to the next level, and y'all can get up there. And there's some porters and stuff.
4: out uh, of the your... boat onto the dock. I mean, onto the boat.
1: <laughs> you could be Keeping a little low profile, <laughs> um, a little less conspicuous, maybe.
4: Are we? Okay. Well, then I won't fly. Then
0: fuck. <sighs> I'll reserve that for the grand reveal. How do you guys want to handle this? Do you want to, is this like a fish out of water, Alexa being Alexa, or is this like, <laughs> she wouldn't have done that?
1: Um, I think it's okay if we see it and they don't. So we can okay, say, so she, starts, Hey, don't do that. We're to keeping go. a low profile.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once the boat starts to rise out of the water. Also, very recent memory of what happened the last time Alexa lifted a boat out of the water.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) So, Alexa, yeah, they they subtly encourage you not to uh, show off powers in front of norms.
1: Yeah, unless it's absolutely necessary.
3: Yeah. Like, we can get on a boat.
1: Yeah. They have ways... (laughs) <laughs> you just have to use your feet. And don't float anywhere.
4: Walking is so overrated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, executive producer Jeff Richardson, and we uh, we come in on the deck where y'all are being uh, settled nicely down in your, your outfits, and it's all cute. The luggage is being pulled up by someone else. Uh, we meet all the characters. So... Um, yeah, who wants to, to be in the lead of uh, greeting the, the crew here?
3: I will.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm the only non-human, no.
1: Yeah, I'm going to leave it up to the humans to, to talk.
4: You look human, don't you?
1: Oh, not I have... really. I have a shape of a no. human. <laughs> the general shape Wait, I OK?
3: Are. A robot in a coat. Are we talking about
4: data? Or are we talking about Ultron?
3: Yeah, more Ultron.
1: Yeah, yeah, more oh, Ultron yeah. than Ultron. data. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just a robot.
4: So it's very apparent that you are not human.
0: Correct. Okay. That's why I have a big hat right. behind my face. I told Steve behind the scenes that Alexa might want to sit on Crandall and kind of mess with the minds of people that look at him. Uh, sort of passively, that would work, I guess. If in case someone saw his face, I
1: do have a very good fake mustache, though, so it's hard to tell oh. that I'm not a rope that I'm a
4: robot. Yes, did you make that yourself? Yes.
1: Uh, I got it at the costume
4: store. Ah, oh, good. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure your disguise skill sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Correct. So uh, these three bosuns help you. They're they're just you know decent looking young men. Tep, Norcris, and Steves.
3: It's very nice to meet you.
0: Hi, madam. Uh, I'm I'm uh, Phineas Tep. This Norcris. his Sir Steves. Uh, it's very
4: nice to meet you. I will you. Um, hide my ears behind my hair.
0: Nice. Very cool. Um, Steve's is really giving you the eye, like he's into whatever it is that you got going on.
3: I give him a cheerful wink.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Pollyanna, not you. I was talking to Alexa. Oh. The character named Steve's has a thing for Steve's character, Alexa.
1: <laughs> wow. That's some kind of meta...
0: <laughs> this whole thing was just for me, just a goof on on Steve. But no, seriously. Mm. Um, this character is, is interested in Alexa, and okay. uh, the others are, are pretty respectful. Do you guys want to get to know them more or keep moving? They'll get your gear to where it needs to be.
1: Where does it need to be? Or do we have rooms? Are we staying groups. on here, or are we
3: is yeah are there places to like sleep in this boat, or is it just like a a tour
0: it could be, yeah, you'd need tickets, so uh Phineas tep he's like uh I, do do you' all have tickets i'm uh, i am i am not familiar uh you, you don't have tickets do you you're just visiting?
3: Oh, certainly we would like to visit, but we could really use a place to just freshen up a little bit. We had a an incident with our boat on the water and uh, just, well, you can see, and I like show that my hat has like a little piece of like, you know, river plant on it. We could really just use a place to freshen up.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um... Look, there's Mr. Hong. You see a janitor kind of down the deck. He's got a mop and a bunch of tools and stuff. And then there's a tall, skinny, red-headed guy uh, next to him. And uh, and that's Shaw. They'll they'll help you find a place. Uh, there's there's plenty of empty cabins. Uh, cab. <laughs> sorry, ma'am. I can't talk. Right. <laughs> right. There's plenty of empty cabins. Um, <laughs> Miss, I I'm sorry. Are you are you like um. Are you, like, a a nurse? Were you in the...
3: I am. I am a nurse.
0: Uh Uh-huh. All right. Well, anyway, Mr. Hong will will help you there and Prentice. Prentice! And uh, the redheaded guy comes hustling over and waves for the other janitor to come with him.
3: I say, thank you so much. I'm going to give him one of those, like, handshakes where you, like, use both hands.
0: Oh, nice. All right. You win over Mr. Tep. And they hand you off to Mr. Hong and Tennyson Shaw, the janitors. Mm. So Mr. Hong doesn't speak much English. So Shaw uh looks after his needs. Um, but they are, they are very excited to help you with whatever you need. So, um, yeah. They grab your bags and stuff, and and they can either take you just to, like, an open seating area, or or you could probably convince them to find you a room.
3: That is the second. Uh, I'm going to turn to one of them and say, you know, we've had a bit of a rough journey, and before we join the others on the deck, it would be very nice if we could... Take a moment to just sit. I, I'm i not used to these long journeys. Is there a place we could go that is a little private?
0: Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, please, please. And Mr. Hong, like, ushers you forward down a skinny hall, like, around a bunch of crew quarters. And, um, to the, uh, to the, uh, helmsman stateroom. And you open in there and he says, um. Yeah, Mr. Reginald uh, didn't show up to work last week. Uh, they haven't replaced him yet. This is his... And he goes in and he starts sprucing the whole thing up. And Shaw is like, Yeah, Mr. Hong, he, he can solve any problem. Anything you got, something gets broken. Uh, if somebody slips and falls and breaks a bone. He, he was a doctor back in China, so he can help you. Uh, and... Uh, Uh, He's got these herbs that'll help you sleep, or and he looks over at Hank and gives him a look like maybe, you know, other stuff. (laughs) But he doesn't, you know, it's kind of like almost winks. Mm. Not sure if Hank needs herbal services in that area, but.
2: Uh, Well, uh, Hank's going to look at him slightly disgusted and uh, not acknowledge the inference. (laughs) (laughs)
0: um so yeah you guys can uh put up your stuff you can spread out you can um this is the part of the video game where you like lay out your stuff and 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 pick a trunk to put your gear in and this is your fallout headquarters on the boat
1: yeah so for me i'm I'm interested in the I heard there was gambling somewhere. Is that correct?
0: (laughs) Hong and Tennyson both like look up at you like, like very interested.
1: (laughs) I, 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 I'm interested in, in trying this out. I have some information about gambling and I want to test the, uh, the theories that I've heard.
0: Uh, Mr. Hong says uh, the captain has a poker room. Uh, The captain is, one of the best poker players in this entire country. Tennyson is like, and and Mister Hong plays chess and backgammon and mahjong. Uh, mm-hmm. I like dominoes. Uh, I'm pretty good at those. Uh, um, there's there's other players on the on the ship though. Uh, you got Eddie Tarkane, and then both him and. Uh, Hong, like stiffen up. Like maybe he shouldn't even have mentioned that guy. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, and Constable Crims likes to play dice. Uh, Constable Crims here this weekend. He's like kind of a security guard on the weekends. Um, he's probably at the bar right now. Okay, and then he and he shuffles Mister Hong out.
1: Okay, so it's not like a like a gambling riverboat. It's just a, a boat that's going somewhere.
0: It goes up and down the river, and mm-hmm. apparently a lot of gambling happens on the boat. But, but they but don't it? have uh, casino type what happens
1: games. on the boats. Happens on the boat. It's like under underground gambling. It's not like they don't have like like uh, tables or whatever for for people to play blackjack and all that.
4: If I remember correctly, on the land it was considered illegal because of tax laws or something of that nature, but the waterway was not con- what's considered to be communal property. And so the river boats would have their casinos on the water so that they could skirt the, the law.
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of that vibe. So the, the, he didn't tell you the details, but you imagine every part of the boat, can like flip into gambling mode at any moment, you know. Okay. But okay. if you're if you're in a town, they like flip the tables over or whatever. You know, so
1: what sort of uh, what sort of money do we have for this time uh, or this place?
2: Yeah, didn't we requisition some some cash from the not place?
0: You each have a wallet with a wide array of of period appropriate. Um, loot, fungible goods, basically. So, okay. I'm gonna say you each have $500 worth of ooh, oh, so we're good. Camps. Okay, okay. <laughs> and that's, eight, that's $71, right? So,
1: yeah, that's like a lot, a lot of money. All right, I'm good then. Yeah.
4: I mean, that's tens of thousands in today's money. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a shit ton. So, do you guys have any question? Any other questions for Hong and Shaw before they leave?
2: Uh, now, if we were to legitimately acquire tickets for this here fine vessel, uh, how will we go about doing that? Who will we talk to about booking passage, as it were?
0: Uh, Mister Hong says you talk to Captain, and Shaw's like, "Yep." Captain Van Semples shoot you straight. Uh, if you can't find him, Crimson will I'll take you to him. He usually knows where he is. All
4: right.
2: Well, thank you, boys. You've been very helpful. You have a nice day now.
0: Uh, Mr. Hong gives you a, a like, mm, I don't know about being called a boy face. He's quite old, but... <laughs>
2: oh, oh. <laughs> he understands. Uh, <laughs> I, I do apologize, sir. <laughs>
0: He's like, Oh, I see you were using it colloquially. That's fine and then he heads out.
2: I gotta be careful what I say around here. So all right, let's head up to the captain. Yep.
0: Alright, so I should have drawn a map and and like and whatnot. Um so let me really quick I'll just do something up. Um so take a take five while I draw something and I'll I'll put it up. Okay, okay. Can you guys see this?
3: Yes. I mean, I can see that you created... I'm going to oh. take
0: a picture of it, but...
3: Okay, yeah, I can see it now.
0: Keep that in mind.
1: I went and got a different chair, because uh, the one I was on was pretty squeaky.
0: So I'm I'm just going to put in the thing, just so you have something, a conception of of uh, kind of what the vibe is. I'm dropping it in the official game thread. And then um. as you guys find stuff, or if you find a map, I can flesh it out completely, but that's the general sense of it. Right now you're on the upper deck, I believe. No, you're on the lower deck with all the crew cabins and stuff. So now you're going to upper deck, and then the foc'sle and the bridge and all that, that's all up on the upper deck up front. And there's a wheelhouse that connects to the roof, sort of in the center.
3: This is a really good map for something you whipped up in like two minutes. I'm excited by this.
0: (laughs) Glad you like it. So yeah, you have your lair. You're going out. So you you manage to track down Constable Crims. He's uh he's about five ten. He's pretty wide. He's uh he's drunk. Yeah. Doesn't look very nice. And he's posted up near the bar, on the upper deck, just kind of eyeballing anyone that he thinks is is uh not up to his specifications. He's there. There's some other people in the bar, um, but he's there.
2: I suppose we should get a hold of the captain while we're on a layover. I'm sure he has things to do. But if he's the one dispensing the tickets, I would assume he would be welcoming the strangers who want to talk to him.
3: We can also probably sell him these fish. Oh, that's
2: right. I forgot about that. Thank you. (laughs)
0: the fish actually um, are still down the bosuns are taking care of it so you don't even have to do anything uh, on that score you're just waiting for the captain's response to take back to the fisherman gotcha it's like it was prearranged somehow hmm alright then
2: I will be availing myself of the bar if you don't mind if you need anything you can find me there. So I, I light up a cigar and head over to the bar.
0: Nice. So this is your classic river boat, You know, everything looks uh, bespoke and shiny and cool. You know, I don't know all the stuff that's there, but if you've seen a movie, you, you have some sense. You know, oh, there's yeah. beer taps probably, liquor bottles. <laughs> Uh, there's people playing some uh, some bridge. There's a, a, a couple playing checkers. And as you come up towards the bar, there's nobody at the bar. They're like, there's not a bartender proper. But you see an open door into the kitchen and there's steam billowing forth. And there's somebody singing back there. And Constable... What's his name? Constable... Krims goes, uh, hey there, Mac, you, you got any more of those death sticks?
2: Uh, do you, sir? Are you, uh, an aficionado?
0: I, I sure am. I like a, a, a long sally just as much as the next man.
2: Ah, well then, you will appreciate this. This is from... Pain, a- pain old
0: pipe-up.
4: Yes, uh, I wouldn't mind, uh, Cigar there, if you don't mind, sir.
2: Oh, uh, always happy to share. These are from the Dominican. Quite smooth. Uh, I break out too. (laughs) Hank,
0: wait, wait. (laughs) I get, I'm sensing a little trepidation, almost as if, like, these are the last three cigars you have. <laughs>
2: well, I was I was fine and dandy sharing one, but I've only got five of them on me, and I did not bring any cigarettes. So, <laughs> I shall have to uh, find myself another source of tobacco soon. <laughs> but that That's quite all right, oh, quite yeah. all right. I, it would be rude to deny such a request. So... Uh, I'm going to break out the cigars and uh, kind of gingerly cut the tips uh, and offer to my my comrades, old and new.
0: Uh, Crim sees that you're being a little fancy with it, and he t- goes, ah, give me that, and takes it and <laughs> chops it expertly <sighs> and hands them around. And uh, does Pollyanna want one?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is. Okay. She, you. This is the first time you have ever seen her look disapproving of anything. <laughs> and she like edges a little bit away to get away from the smoke.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. All right, Crims pays no attention to Pollyanna or Alexa Payne, surprisingly, and uh, <laughs> just seems interested in you, Hank. And he says, uh, so uh, how'd such a strange group of folks like y'all get get a handle on such excellent Kentucky River Bluegill?
2: Well, we found these these fine fellows uh, on the dock. They said uh, they had some kind of prior arrangement with the captain and uh, paid us uh, two silver quarters to bring them on board for them.
0: Wow, real big spenders over there, huh? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I won't tell you how much the captain pays for him, <laughs> but um, Walleye and uh, and Snatcher they they are very good at what they do. He's I like, could and, say and so. you know, honestly, you you ought to stick around because Mama Nina cooks up those bluegills in ways you would not believe. And then you hear uh, a woman yell from the kitchen. The woman that was singing, she's like bluegill i cook those things four different ways constable crims you know i fry them i saute them i uh boil them and uh, i put a glace on them and and then i uh I, i steam them and then she goes back to singing and he smiles all happy he's like oh yes well the best thing about this job
2: Sounds like it would be criminal to miss such a meal. I think I will uh, stay and avail myself. Assuming, of course, I'm welcome.
0: Oh, do, 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 please sit, sir. And he goes to a table by the bar and pulls out one chair for you and helps you sit down, and then he sits down next to you and he pulls a deck of cards over and starts uh, fiddling with them.
2: Ah, man of cigars and cards, I see. Do you play?
0: do i play and he goes and proceeds to do the whole annoying ritual of like pretending that he's not that great at this game but he knows like seven different versions he's like sh- shuffling bridge you know all that bullshit <laughs> um pollyanna crandall and alexa it's painfully obvious that this guy does, is not interested in any of you he seems to be snubbing you Mm.
3: I'm gonna go try and make some friends and see if there's anything suspicious here like the thing we're looking for like warps reality a little bit so I'm gonna be like how is your journey tell me things I'm Pollyanna I'm nice
0: hell yeah
4: I know uh, walk around the ship, trying to get a sense on the, uh, the, the piece.
0: Nice. Okay. So you're not staying in the bar. You're going like a full walkabout
4: for the rare time walk,
0: (laughs) but you're going fully around the ship. Okay. And Pollyanna, you're staying in the bar. Yes. Okay. And Crandall.
1: Uh, I'm still looking for some game to play because I'm very interested in the theory of game of games, but I've never gotten to play them before.
0: Um, Yeah, you see this um, tall, very imposing looking gentleman, uh, kind of uh, black goatee mustache situation. Um, He may be Native American. You're not quite sure. Uh he's, he's in a dark suit. He's sitting up very, very straight. He's in the far corner of the bar. And in front of him is a box, like a, a backgammon set. Mm. And he notices you, notice him, and he cracks it open. And he starts setting it up. And he waves at the seat next to him. for, uh, And he says, fancy a game?
1: Well, of course
0: I do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit right
1: down. Do you play for wagers or for fun?
0: You on the USS Daniel Boone, son. You're always playing. And he pats his uh, hot lip with a handkerchief, and, uh, and he reaches in for his wallet, and he says, uh, but uh, I do prefer to make things interesting. The War for the Tower... Is a special project of the Trap Society and Colossus Media Group. Our theme song is Morgana Rides by Kevin McLeod. You can find his music at Incompatech.com. Send us an email at warforthetower at gmail.com. Stay weird everybody. Sometimes being a DM feels a little bit like be, trying to be the cool teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and Adam, uh, playing Crandall. Hello. Adam.
1: Hello. I'm here.
0: Oh, you got a little roboty.
1: Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> Well,
2: because he's a robot.
3: <laughs> yeah! Woo! Perfect. You'll just sound more like your character.
0: And who all's in the boat? We've got Crandall, Alexa, Pollyanna, Hank. Do you guys have any NPCs with you?
4: I am an NPC.
0: Oh! <gasps> it's Steve
3: Steve
0: if Steve's an NPC then that means I'm in control it's like a ventriloquist thing I set this all up in advance (laughs) I've been recording Steve's lines this whole time
4: that's right
0: oh shit I'm glad you made it Steve this is great are you guys having a good time oh yeah yeah okay I was feeling a little nervous
3: no, you're good. It's this heat, it's all good.
0: Oh yeah. The, the, Do you need to like press
3: some ice, press some ice against your head or something? Get the, you know, the jugular.
0: I got my towel out of the fridge. I got my bag of ice for my foot. I got press some it ice on tea. your wrist. Oh, that's a great idea. I am gonna go get a wet towel. I'll be right back.
3: You got to do the wrists and like basically your jugular because then it'll cool the blood and carry it through the rest of your body.
0: Oh, okay. I'll go get that. Special thanks to Kevin Cole, the maker of Space Kings for letting us use the Space Kings system to to make this show. It's pretty cool. Space
4: Kings.